Now loading. Zero's Game Room. Welcome to Zero's Game Room, where all things gaming takes place. Interviews, discussions, and the latest gaming news. So take a seat, get comfortable, adjust your headset, because it's game time. Here's your host, Zero. Come on in, get yourself checked in, because you have just entered Zero's Game Room. I am your host, Zero, and my co-host, Onpred. Uh-oh, I think... Oh, did he get that fire slip? Yeah, because I kind of fired him, potentially, maybe, at least for this one episode. <laughs> and you might have already heard, we have a returning guest today. He is the one, the only, the Microsoft master, the king himself, literally, Garrison King. Welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you for having me, my friend. Dude, no, I've missed having you on the show. Ga- no, you know what? It's not Zero's Game Room today. It's Garrison's Game Grotto. Garrison's Grotto. Game Grotto. There you go. That's what you're here. That's what you're listening to. We are still talking about E3. You probably have wondered, well, we talked about Nintendo. Why haven't we talked about Microsoft? Because Microsoft, and as much as I hate to admit this, had a really um good... Come on. Come on. They had a great press conference, okay? Not as great they as did. Nintendo's. Not as great as Nintendo's. Nintendo took E3. But, my guy, what did you think of Microsoft? They came out with guns a-blazing. They had... They presented, like, what, 60 games, a bunch of indie 60 games. Like, yeah. they were on it. You were there at the press conference. I was there. I was actually sitting next to an Xbox employee, which was pretty cool because he was just ex- as excited as I was for a lot of the things. Oh, my gosh. Um, but it was it was really, really good, I will say. Overall, just a very good press conference. Now, um, with Xbox and, you know, coincidentally, Consequently, uh, Sony, like they're prepping up for the next, they're saving their ammo for the next console war. Right. right. Yeah. We're, so, we're all expecting PS5 versus Project Scarlet here at this point. Exactly. So it, you didn't get to see a lot of the, and this is where for me, I felt like it was a little underwhelming because with last year's E3, they announced that they acquired like 10 studios. They're making this own studio called, um, I forget what the initiative. Right. Um, and, you know, they're going to make these quad A games and all this. So I'm like, finally, we get to see something that they've been working on. But you really didn't. And so for me, like, it was underwhelming in that regards because I was like ready to see the games. I'm just like, micro- Microsoft's getting their chips and ducks in a row. So when 2019 E3 rolls around, they're just going to throw haymakers left and right. And right. They, they had some big announcement, but I'm like, man. With all this power in the Xbox One X, I feel like Xbox Game Studios haven't delivered the game to really flex what we have at home. Right, because this is considered what is right now the most powerful console on the market. So they should be taking advantage, especially with all these collective studios, come out with these fascinating games. And like we said, it feels like they haven't brought... Okay, what makes this Xbox One so much better than just buying a regular Xbox One or like an Xbox One S? Like Mm -hmm. what game out there is just flexing on like, yeah, look what we got. Oh, yeah, Sony, you have this, but we got BAM! Yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of what I was expecting, and that's why I was kind of let down. Um, also, because it's like, uh, yeah, we 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 got some things cooking, but we're gonna wait to to drop those until Project Scarlet's released. So for me, that's a little underwhelming. But they did, you know, show off sixty games, some of them exclusives, um, some of them I'm really excited for. Like I'm really excited for Ori. I'm really excited for um, the outer uh, the outer world. So it's you know it's not you know, a complete loss. It's still a good conference because of so much they showed off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was like, man, I kind of wish I would have 
I would have liked to see more games coming out this year or soon in the near future. And that's why I think, and we can agree that Nintendo won E3 is because they're still playing for the now with oh, their yeah. console. And they announced, you know, some great titles. But um, Xbox, they, they got some things cooking, and I cannot wait to see them. So, While you were there during the press conference, did you get to any insider information about the developer that you sat next to? Uh, or employee he, at Microsoft? Yeah, he was a um, he works with some of the third party uh, mm. studios. So I think he has something with Capcom because he was pretty excited with the um, the Dragon Ball Z release and, and uh, some other of the third party um, games. So he didn't really you know drop too much, but he was just as enthused with all the other things, like seeing Keanu Reeves come out. I was just about to ask. Like that. we were like, I looked at him, he looked at me, we're like, what? <laughs> and like we're just mind blown like crazy crazy dope time yeah that was with cyberpunk 2077 i yeah. what do you think of cyberpunk because like i know the internet is totally going crazy for it what was your opinion and on seeing keanu reeves <laughs> well keanu i wasn't expecting and he's at an all-time high right now i don't think he could do any wrong with john wick and all his uh, <laughs> exactly other exactly yeah um but it was I think the game I'm pretty excited for because CD Projekt Red, uh, mm-hmm. uh, for the, those that don't know, they made the Witcher series. So the Witcher yeah, did. 2 and 3 were very highly regarded by the critics and commercially it, w- it did really well. Um, so this in a whole new futuristic setting, you can modify your character with robotic uh, augmentations, mm-hmm. kind of akin to, um, what's that Square Enix game? Deus Ex. Deus Ex, uh, yep. And... You know, just modify your characters, and if you know their caliber of storytelling and world building, that's a reason alone to get excited for you know Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven because just to be in that world and for how good it was looking and to have these kind of custom custom customization options, I think it's I'm really excited about that game. It, it looks fantastic, and I you know. I'm telling you, slowly, after this press conference, I definitely am interested, more so on the fact that they have Project Scarlet. It just sounds sounds appetizing. Sounds like something I want to do. Um, (laughs) But with all the games that came out, is there one game in particular? Because I know a bunch of fans are excited for Gears 5. Uh, Some people are excited. And it could be one of those games like Borderlands 3. Personally, I really want to get a squad up and start playing some Borderlands. So that's kind of what I'm into. But other than Ori and the Wild of the Wisps, uh, what else did they have? They had that Star Wars Jedi Fallen of the Order, Mm -hmm. Blair Witch. What what other games do you remember that you're like, oh yeah, this this is this is something I'm looking forward to from Microsoft? Um, without question, uh, I'm really excited for Bleeding Edge. Um, it's the the game made by um, the the people that made Hellblade. Right. Um, yeah. 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 So they it's like a kind of Overwatch esque with melee combat. You know, you mm-hmm. got your different colorful characters fighting it out and team co op. Uh, you know, team versus team uh, deathmatch, which I'm kind of intrigued by. I didn't get to play it, unfortunately. Uh, they did have uh, some demos out there, but I, I was waiting in line to play the Gears 5 uh, Hive Buster thing, which I'm pretty excited for Gears 5 as well because uh, I'm big fan of the series. been playing it since the original and all the way up. It just, you know, has a very fond place in my heart because it just reminds me of how important co-op is, playing with my brother, playing with some of my friends with for Gears 4. And the story that they're telling now, I'm very intrigued by. So kind of interested to see how those beats keep going. But yeah. for me, uh, I would say 
overall, the game for me that I'm looking forward to the most is Borderlands 3. I did get a chance to play that. Uh, big fan of that series as well for the same right. reasons. Uh, but just the abilities that they had to, to show during the demo, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so dope. So that's, that's for me, that's, that's hands down my, my favorite most looking forward to game. I mean, I would agree with you only because, like, I think it's also going to be on PS4 or PS mm-hmm. whatever the frick they call it in the next. It's going to be on PS4. We know that much. Yeah. But, like, Borderlands, like you said, it's one of those games where I feel like co-op doesn't get enough love and attention. And it really should because it's so important because how fun is it, especially to play online, get some buddies, go online. Like, I know me and... uh my friend uh, Grayson, we jump on Borderlands. We were actually we want to prepare for this, so we actually do have uh, Borderlands: The Handsome Collection. Nice. So we're gonna play. We're playing through the pre sequel right now. I know that Borderlands One is gonna get an HD remaster. It's gonna get you know released, and mm-hmm. also we have Borderlands Two because of the Handsome Collection, and yeah. we want to get ready for that because it's a lot of fun to just play online and play with your buddies and whatnot. So co-op, huge, huge, huge deal. Uh, like I said, obviously. Microsoft did come with Guns of Blazing, but did you get any like hands-on slash more info on Microsoft's xCloud streaming service? And overall, how do you feel about it? Um, well, they've been hitting at this for a while, and I tell people if Microsoft and Xbox had done their original E3 conference when they announced the Xbox One, if they did that today, they would not get nearly the backlash that they got back then. I've been saying this for years that Microsoft's been playing for the future and the X Cloud is the, you know, the child of that. Um, I, I always have the concerns of bandwidth issues and being able to mm-hmm. uh, have enough internet to do game streaming and play anywhere type of things. But I know Microsoft's been tinkering with this idea for a while. And I, I believe in Phil Spencer, you know, the president over there, because <laughs> he is a gamer. And I was telling the, the, the Xbox employee that I was sitting next next to, I was like, I can tell that he's a gamer because of how he, you know, he talks to the audience, how he is enthused about the games that he's showing off. He he puts what we want first above, you know, the money thing. So I really appreciate that. I did get to see a little bit of it. Um, there, The line was kind of crazy in the Xbox's um, uh, display area just to check it out. But it, it has some really cool ideas being able to play everywhere, um, kind of akin to what Google's trying to do with the Stadia. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, obviously you get the Xbox, which is a super powerful console, or Project Scarlet, I should say, which is going to be a super powerful console, and then your computer, your tablet, whatever. So it's 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 an interesting idea. I, I have to wait till it's implemented into, like, actual use to see and pass judgment on it. But I am skeptical, op- optimistically uh, skeptical, I guess, is... A phrase I'll make up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great way to describe it because, like, you're trying to be optimistic. You want to stay on the positive side, but you're also skeptical because, you know, it it does seem like is this really the future? Yeah, is this really the way to go? Look, I even made a little bit of a, I don't know, I don't know if I'd call it change, but a little bit of an epiphany yesterday. I was talking to my co-host on Pred, and we were just talking about like the Nintendo Switch and stuff, and I started realizing that like. As much as I really like having a physical copy of a game, having just a digital copy of a game on my Switch is so convenient. So now imagine 
streaming how convenient that would be just be like i'm in the mood to play this oh it's up on the xbox cloud i'm gonna play some whatever or whatever you know and i I, maybe i'm like hey i don't want to play on my console maybe i want to play on my laptop well guess what my laptop's not the strongest thing in the world it's more uh tailored to like video editing because it's got a stronger processor and not a dedicated graphics card but with streaming services you don't need a hyper beast computer to play these AAA titles. And I think right. it, it comes down to like, yes, we want to be optimistic, but it's also very skeptical because like, is this really it? But the conveniency alone drives this force of like, yeah, it's at my fingertips. Like I said, yeah. like I was always a fan and still am, I think, of physical copy games. But just with Hollow Knight and just other digital games I have on my Switch, the conveniency. I think that's the key word. Convenience. Yeah, yeah I, it, I would agree. I think we all needed to catch up with where these people were thinking we were headed. Because it wasn't until I got my Switch and I got, um, you know, had to switch out cartridges all the time. And I was like, well, let me, let me, get, uh, let me get Smash Brothers digitally. Yeah. Um, and just to be able to switch to that on the fly. <laughs> no pun intended. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and you know, same thing with, with Xbox. Like, I ended up buying some games that I know I'm going to play very often. I bought those digitally, so I wouldn't have to keep getting up and going to the Xbox and putting in the disc. Now, trust me, I still love the smell of a game case. Oh, me too. As well as the next gamer. But I also love being lazy and not having to get up and switch games into the into the Xbox. So, uh, yeah, I think it was same similar situation for me as well. It's like I had to kind of grow into it. And once I saw the vision, I don't know if there's any turning back, man. Dude, seriously, that's kind of what I came to. And I feel like like maybe because I know when Google Stadia was announced, a lot of people were like, uh. And then with Project X Cloud, I feel like a lot of people are very skeptical about it. But, like, yeah. what if we're just behind the cusp? What if we just don't see it yet, you know? Because I remember when it's like, oh, all digital. No, I love my physical cartridges. But then you actually start tampering in a little bit and you're like, well, maybe it's not so bad. Right. You know? Yeah. You know? No, I'm the, yeah, I'm the same way. And um, it's – yeah, it's interesting because it's one of those things where – you have to you have to be careful if you're a developer because, yeah, you could play the role of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna force this on you, like Xbox was doing back in 2013, mm-hmm. and people were like steadfast, hard against it. Or it's you know one of those things where we can ease into it and let us make our own decision because that's how you get people <laughs> to do what you want, <laughs> make it feel like it's their decision. It's true. It's like we'll give you the option. And then once you try it, it's like, oh, I made a decision. They didn't force it down my throat. I chose to do it this way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, one thing I also wanted to touch on what, while we're talking about Project X Cloud is, did you get any like time or what did you think of uh, Halo Infinite and the whole idea of like Halo still being alive in the Microsoft community? Uh, well, I mean, it's one of those things like we, we've waited this long. What's, what's another year? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it makes the most sense to launch it with Project Scarlet because it's it, it's a game that Xbox can trust. It's a game that they know will move units mm-hmm. and uh, a familiar mascot to the whole brand of Xbox that, you know, they don't really have that many. If you think of like Nintendo or PlayStation, um, Master Chief is that mascot for Xbox. So it makes the most sense to just, you know, wait, make sure it's perfect, make sure... 
that the story's actually good this time, and then just lean into what Halo does, which is excellent gunplay and, and team fighting and uh, just a moving story. So um, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with waiting. I'm cool with waiting for it. It's the hype. The trailer, you know, had the, just the right amount of hype and a lot of questions to be answered. So um, they got me on the hook, man. I'm looking forward to it. Nice. No, I, I would agree. Like uh, Halo is something I remember playing with my friend because, again, I've never been an Xbox fan. But my friend had an Xbox 360 and he'd come over and I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed Halo. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Team fighting and gunning around. It's a yeah. lot of fun. Um, what did you think of like the new Xbox Xbox, like uh, the elite controllers, that new stuff and like switching stuff out and like the, the joysticks moving them about? Man, if I wasn't such a broke boy, I would have bought like five of those already. <laughs> those look so sexy. Um, and it's not <laughs> I never like. I thought a controller would be sexy. <laughs> Are you kidding? It's 2019, my friend. <laughs> we, can call, we can call all types of controllers six. Yeah, talk about a rumble pack if you know oh. what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, king all over here. <laughs> but bro, those those things are expensive. Yeah, they're crazy expensive. I'll probably never own one. Um, but for those that need it, um, it's perfect. It's perfect for them because it showed in the in the trailer and the demo that you can you know, fine tune your your joysticks. You can yeah. do the hair trigger system. You can you know there's so many moddable options the, there. The convenient buttons on the back of like where you have the grips. It's yes. Ah yeah. It's a it's, gamer's it, dream. <laughs> so many and I like I'm pretty simple gamer. Like I'm I'm not a pro gamer at all. So it's not necessarily for me. I'm good with the with the OG controller. Yeah. But um, just seeing. All of those options, I know there's a market out there for it. And I did see some other controllers with, you know, Astro has their new controller and it's mm-hmm. moddable for, you know, PS4 or for Xbox. You could switch, jo- switch the joysticks out, but they don't have nearly as many options as the Xbox Elite controller version 2. So uh, very, very dope. Uh, Xbox, if you're listening, I would love to try it out. You know, give, <laughs> some, give some feedback for you. Just let yeah, me keep we it. would love to. We can, you know, we have the guy. <laughs> Garrison King is the Microsoft guy. So I don't know if you all want to work with us. Hey, you want to switch me to that side? I'm just saying. Mm. I'm not saying it would work. I'm just saying I'm interested to test out new equipment. You know, it's what we do here. We, yeah, we like technology. Man. We like video games, you know. Just so if you want to shoot us a little something. A little something. We won't say no is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> overall, as we're wrapping up this episode, what did you think overall of Microsoft this year as opposed to other years? I think it's uh, it's a lull year. I think it's a lull year, but I am so glad that they came to the party. Um like I know Sony didn't have a lot of things to show off and like how many how many times have we seen trailers for uh Death Stranding or Ghost of Tsushima or whatever it's called like mm-hmm. it's only so many times you could show those things off so I get why they didn't do it but Xbox showing that they're still busy man they're still in the kitchen cooking they're still thinking about gamers PC gamers got a lot of love this year with the Xbox Game Pass coming to PC right um so I always love seeing those things because it advocates for a fun time. It's not just business and, you know, oh, yeah, you know, studio this, studio that, yeah, that. But don't forget, you can play all these games right now, 100 titles on your PC. I think that's dope. Uh, so for me, it kind of keep, stays consistent with their messaging and kind of the the road that they're going, the path that they're going down, which is, you know, put gamers first you know, have these cool f- systems and features that are opt-in so you, they're not forced upon you. 
you can opt into them and eventually you know you discover like yo digital games are are dope like i don't have to get up and switch cd or discs out all the time so um i'm really you know i'm just an, a fanboy in general so i will say they had a good conference but like i mentioned earlier a bit underwhelming i would have loved to see a trailer or something to see what xbox game studios have been working on for right. project scarlet would have loved to see a new title new ip um and get some hype rolling for a uh, holiday year 2020 Nope, I would agree. Oh, I would agree. I would wholeheartedly agree that they had a solid conference moving forward. I, I'm excited. I, my eyes are on them, mostly because, you know, Sony didn't wasn't there. They weren't at the party. So right. we'll see how this next console war will go. But thank you so much, Garrison. You know you're always welcome on the show, especially if you got some hot juiciness going on up in the Microsoft I, world. I feel like you only call me once a year. <laughs> So right around the time E3. of E3. No, we need to have you more often. If I hear, bro, no, we, it's going to be you, me, Anfred. I don't know how we'll find a way, but we need to play some Borderlands sometime. I feel oh, like that'd, that'd be, be a lot of fun. I don't know how we'd do it. Wait, you have a PS4 now, don't you? I do, but I would play that exclusively on Xbox. I'm just saying right now, uh, if you didn't know, uh, P- if you have a PS Plus, Borderlands The Handsome Collection is free. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Throw it. I ain't going to catch it, but throw it. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much. Uh, we, we need to call you more often is, is essentially what. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. If you guys appreciated my takes, you can follow me on Twitter. Yes, please plug. Plug at, yourself in. At TakeGar, T-A-K-E-G-A-R-R, or on Instagram, at Garrison King. And then um, you can find me on most gaming platforms. G King the Law. That's my that's my handle. So uh, let's let's game some time. And if you're an Xbox fan, staying like me, hit me up. There you go. Thank you so much. And until next time, the doors to this episode of Zero's Game Room are officially closed. Ooh.